0: It's a a fact. Uh, When you believe that you are a person that doesn't deserve to be in a healthy relationship, you will make toxic decisions that will stop you from having a healthy relationship that you deserve to be in. So you got to really think about that. Why do I keep drawing toxic people? It's because I have toxic uh, decision maker in my heart that keeps drawing these types of people because I don't believe I deserve to be in a healthy relationship. What's up, family? Welcome to the fake. <laughs> What's up, family? Welcome to the Bacon Bits podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we'll be talking about on the Bacon Bits podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. And you know, it's these five words I need to hear you say, please say valuable information applied equals success. Yes, yes, yes. And man, I am really super excited about talking about this episode today because I want to talk about the heart because sometimes the heart is not so smart. I ain't going to even lie to you. And that's why I'm so big on watching what you think, say and believe all at the same time. Cause if the heart is can be deceptive and wicked and crazy, I wanna be like, what's in that thing? Because when we think about it, what does the heart have in it? So this is my own concept. I didn't, you know, hear this from nobody else. It's just my thought process on how this happens. So when we talk about the heart we talk about the four chambers of the heart you know you got the four valves going into two going in two going out pumping out the blood pumping in the blood and this is how my little brain works Uh, one of the chambers of your heart is just the physical man that's why it is real big that they give you a stress test when you go to the doctor to understand what's the physical capacity of what your heart can do To keep you going and and it's the brainchild of the whole operation of that beautiful body. Yes, we talk about the mind a lot. But if, if you are brain dead, you can still be alive. But when your heart dead, you're dead. Okay, so yes, the heart is a major key component to the physicality of your health. Secondly, we always refer to the heart as being the emotional part of our lives. You know, it's just, you know, we always assume that all the emotions come from the heart. We never blame you like saying you so emotionally, you know, in your head. No, we always focus on the heart being where the emotions come from. And I'll take that uh, as part of what I think about in my own self. Uh, the focus of our lives is usually what's in our heart. Because what somebody has called you over the course of your life and all of the tidbits of information you've gotten about you to understand and come to the conclusion of who you are as a person in your identity is usually wrapped up in the focus of who you are as a person in your heart so you got to really be careful of what it is that you focus on mentally as well as what you believe in your heart as as well as what you're saying you have to really be careful of that and it's not just the focus of who you are in your identity as a person but in that fourth chamber is the decision maker Okay, I'm a firm believer that that heart is what makes the final decision in your life. I can get all the information I need to make a sound decision. But if the heart doesn't come forth and make a decision, I'll be stuck for life. Some people have too much information and they have information overload. And then some people don't gather enough information up to make the decisions that they need to make. But I'm telling you, if you go right ahead and say to yourself if i know this is the decision maker up front then i ought to know that this is what i need to do so if i know my heart is the decision maker i need to say to myself okay what is my heart what kind of decisions are my heart is my heart making so i'm just gonna use a couple of areas and y'all know my favorite areas of what i love talking about so financially if you really truly believe that you are not supposed to be a person that's supposed to be rich Guess what? You will make decisions that will cause you not to be rich and you won't receive and and, and get all of the financial blessings that you're supposed to get because you don't believe you should be financially uh, stable and secure. And when you're talking about the financial situation, you got to understand, man, we got to get past the mindset of it's bad or evil to make money because saying that is like saying it's evil for seeds to produce fruit and flowers. I want you to really think about that saying that it's evil to make money don't forget it's the love of money that is the root of all evil it's never the money itself money is a tool how you think about it what you say about it and what you believe about it you are actually manifesting having come to play you're planting seeds towards that thought process of what you say you believe about money And I'm talking about family. This ain't just with money, you know, but I want to use that because it's something that you can actually calculate, something that you can look at and something that you is tangible in effect that you can measure it. And the reason why a lot of us are in the situation that we in is we have a belief system that people that are evil are rich. And whether we say it or not, guess what? If you look, if I look at your life, I guarantee you're going more than likely show me that you going to show me that a lot of people, because we know this, a lot of people that do hard work and that are really helpful with people usually are some of the poorest people in the world. So for us, health care workers, for us, teachers that's out there for, you know, medical personnel, uh, ambulance drivers. I mean, we can go on and on. There's a lot of people that do great work. I'm talking about they do phenomenal work. We're talking about life or death work. And they are some of the most lowest paying people on this planet. And that's sad, but true. And that's where we have to come into play and say, you know what? I still love doing what I love to do. But what if I told you, if you transition that in just a slightly different mindset a slightly different belief system, I guarantee you it could make the money that you say you want to make. Like literally, it's just it's just a small dynamic. System. But that belief system is huge, man, because. Uh, if I told you that in these next couple of months, I'm about to make a transition where I can make 10 times as much as I'm making in a fraction of the time, everything is falling into place where this is about to happen. And it's sad that it took me 56 years to finally get this, but I'm super grateful that I got it you know i've always said it's god's perfect timing that i I get it now because if i was younger i would have blew it i mean i I would honestly destroyed it i can honestly tell you that but i'm at a state now where i want to be be blessed and you know god says he wants you know in order for me to leave a legacy behind guess what i want to be a blessing to my kids kids you know what i want i want when my uh grandkids go to college that i have the money to be able to pay cash that's my dream you know i didn't have that mindset when my kids were younger and i wish i would have because they wouldn't have to take out student loans and things of that nature but i'm i'm where i'm getting at now because i finally feel that at the time is right i believe guys is is opening up the doors because the timing is right and everything and everything is falling into place and i see so many glimmers happening because guess what my mindset is right I'm verbally saying it out loud and I truly believe that it's time to make multi-millions and it's not just for me it's for my kids grandkids and for anybody that comes into my uh, vicinity I am finally ready to be such a blessing I've always loved blessing people but I just want to bless them at a whole nother uh, level you know, and guess what? It takes money to do that. You know, let's just be honest. I can t- or I can give them the resources or I know people that can direct them in that area. So I'm super grateful. But it had to be that my heart had to finally get that. I could truly believe that I could have it. And that's why I'm so big on watch what you think. Watch what you say and watch what you believe. That's, that's, a, that's a fact. fact. Uh, When you believe that you are a person that doesn't deserve to be in a healthy relationship, you will make toxic decisions that will stop you from having a healthy relationship that you deserve to be in. So you got to really think about that. Why do I keep drawing toxic people? It's because I have toxic uh, decision maker in my heart that keeps drawing these types of people because I don't believe I deserve to be in a healthy relationship. It's like, what did you see while you were growing up? If, uh, you know, I've been around family members that it's what we, you know, both sisters been divorced. I, my mom was divorced a few times and I've been divorced. So guess what? There was, there was a thought pattern. There was a belief system somewhere up in there, you know, and I can't call it. I can't name it specifically, but apparently there was something up, up in there. If all of us went through divorce, so we got to catch it and say, okay. What is in it? What's our thought pattern? What's our belief system? And if we've seen something maybe in our parents, our grandparents, and you can keep on going you know, down the line, if there was something there that was a seed planted in our lineage that we, you know, it's always happened. What is it that I can change? What's the thought pattern? Like I said, sometimes you don't even realize that you're doing what you're doing because it's so ingrained into you. It's such uh It's such under the subconsciousness of who you are as a person that you end up manifesting the very thing that's deep down up in there. So I was thinking about this story. It's two stories that really opened me up. Uh, One story was this story I heard of a, a, a lady that on Thanksgiving, you know, every time they got a ham, they would cut off a quarter of the ham and just throw it in the trash. And they said they asked her, why are you taking that good quarter of a ham and throwing it in the trash? And they said, well, I seen my mama do it. And so they went back and asked the mom, you know, and the mom was cutting off a quarter of the ham, throwing it in the trash. And they was like, why are you cutting off that ham? I don't know. Let me go ask my mom why she was doing it. And then when they went to go back and ask the grandmama why she was doing it, the reason why the grandmother was doing it was because the pan that they was putting the ham in wasn't big enough. So they would cut the ham off just enough to fit in that pan so they could cook the ham. You notice what was you see what was happening right there. It would it was not no deep explanation of it. Everybody was doing what the other person was doing, not knowing the reasoning behind what they were doing. And sometimes that happens in relationships. We got to be like super careful of like, what is it that I have seen in my own life that caused me to want to go and do what the things that I uh, was doing subconsciously? You know, because if if I'm not careful, if, if my family and this happens a lot in Uh, the rehab facility that I work at, we don't realize that like, say for instance, you know, today is Friday. We didn't all, uh, worked hard, you know, uh, at our jobs and we celebrate as a family. And part of our family time together is we have a fish fry Friday. So everybody done worked hard. They didn't work their 40 hours a week. We go over some family member's house and we have a fish fry. That's beautiful. We bonding as a family. Everybody is having a good time everybody ain't overthinking it. You bring a little bit of fish and some alcohol. I bring a little fish and some alcohol. You bring a little fish and some alcohol. You bring, you know, bring some side dishes and some alcohol. And not knowing that part of our bonding time as a family, what are we doing? We're getting drunk. We call that bonding, you know, because we're having a fish fry and the fish is coming out beautifully. Man, the potato salad, the spaghetti to go with it. Lord have mercy. Everything is lovely. The fun is flowing. Everybody having a good time laughing, but not realizing that we are buying into the, this, the thought process of in order for us to have a good time, we need to have some alcohol with us. Now, guess what? Now it's got to come to the point of, OK, I love my family. I really do. I want the best for my family. But what I got to say is I can't do this thing with the alcohol no more because I had to go to rehab to learn coping skills on how to stop drinking when the party wasn't going on. So now I still want to see my family. I still want to have that fish fry because I still love the food that was served. But I can't do the alcohol. I have to get to the point where I can be brave enough to say to my family, family, I love y'all. I want to be around y'all. I I, I couldn't make it without y'all, but I can't do the alcohol thing right now. So if y'all don't mind, can y'all wait at least an hour into our celebration before we start drinking? So that means y'all do me a favor, hide the alcohol in your car. I ain't got to go in the refrigerator to see all the cold beer. I ain't got to see the coolers with the beer. And just if y'all could do me a favor for an hour, keep that stuff in the cooler until. Now, some family members are going to be like, you're a grown doggone person. You ought to be able to control yourself. You know you can't. And you know once you get, take that one drink, it's, it's on the popping. So you got to say to yourself, do they love me enough to be able to hold back an hour to not serve this alcohol so I could be around my family or do I have to say, you know what, man, for, for a minute, I just can't come around these kind of family functions because I can't control myself. I ain't strong enough yet. And it might be you need to wait about another, you know, another couple of months until you have built up the tolerance to say, you know what, I'm strong enough to be able to hang out with my family and not drink. It ain't that ain't the case for everybody and anybody. So you got to ask yourself that uh, because my, my belief system is we got to celebrate with alcohol. My thought process is that we got to celebrate with alcohol. So that's why it is so pivotal that, man, when we make heart decisions, man, you want everything lined up. And that's why it's so pivotal to think about the whole thing when it comes to decision making at its finest. When everything lines up and we can say, you know what? Uh, I really believe in my heart that I can do this new chapter and uh, walk out this new belief system in my heart. I got to verbally get to the point that I'm saying it all the time. I, you are what you speak. You are what you believe. You are what you think. So I got to guess what? Get a new thought process of I can verbally say this out loud. I deserve to be rich. I deserve to be in a healthy relationship. I deserve to be physically healthy. I deserve for my mind to be sharp in on point. I deserve to have oneness with God. When you keep on verbally saying this stuff out loud, it will get to a point where you start thinking about it all the times. Because when you verbally say it out loud, what you're doing is you're setting your mind up to find ways to prove you right from what you say verbally out loud. Ain't that crazy? So what you verbally say out loud, your mind is trying to find ways to prove it. So if I say, I'm, um, you know, I'm broke and I'm always going to be broke. Your mind will make decisions that will keep you broke. Is crazy. If I keep saying, man, I'm in toxic relationships and it will all they will always be toxic. Verbally, what did you say out loud? It's going to always be toxic. So your brain is going to try to find ways on how to keep yourself in toxic relationships. Same thing with health. Same thing with your mind. Same thing with your spirit. So family, do me a favor, please, please, please take some time out today. Don't don't delay no more. Don't delay no more. Please don't do this. I need you to take some time and to really think what are those three areas of my life and how are they lining up with what I say I really want? Because, you know, we'll have that. We'll say out loud. We want values. You know, I've said it before. You know, we'll we'll have the goal. Y'all set that goal, set that goal, set that goal. You pick it, whatever that goal is. You set that goal. Sweet. You have a plan on how you want to reach that goal. Oh, yeah. We talking about some stuff now, y'all. Okay, we got a time frame on when we want that goal to happen. All right, now we moving in a good direction, but guess what? You don't have the belief system to actually accomplish that goal. See that? You didn't set the goal. You didn't set the, uh, the, the the planning date of when you want that thing to be executed, and you actually have a plan on how to do the doggone goal. But if you don't have a belief system that makes you committed to acting on what it is that goal is, you will never reach that goal. I don't want that no more for you. I don't want you fighting you no more. I want you to get to the point where that heart is saying, I got to lock in and get this thing that I'm supposed to get. I got to lock in and get this thing. So family, watch your mouth, watch your thinking pattern, and watch your belief system. It is so pivotal for this next level. For some of y'all, oh my God. If you get this in the next 90 days, I'm gonna go ahead and say 100. I'm gonna say the next 100. So but this is going into 2024. If you get this in the next 100 days. I got to start thinking this thought of what I want to accomplish. I got to verbally out loud say the thing that I want so bad. We got to get our confidence back. We got to get our our self-esteem back. We got to get our self-love back. We got to get on God's page of saying what he said and what we really believe we want to have. And then you got to have a belief system on how that thing is going to work. It's got to have a system of belief of why we don't just do anything that we do just to be doing it. We have a belief system of why we do it. If I didn't think these podcasts was being a blessing to people, I wouldn't be doing them no more. Honestly, I, I say, Shay, we done. Let's cut, cut the cord, pull the plug. Uh, it's over. It's done. I know what everything in my being from the testimonies that I get. This is being a blessing to people. And I want to share my mistakes. I want to share my downfalls. I want to share my uh, sins. I want to share everything that I've done wrong and right to be a blessing to the next level of people that's hearing me. I would love to tell a 20 year old, if you do this right here, you ain't got to deal with most of the stuff that I've had to deal with because I didn't have the information to be able to have a successful life so please family do me a favor I want you to think about that system of what you want to accomplish I want you to think about it thoroughly I want you to write down your pros and cons of why you want it so bad then I want you to start verbally saying that thing out loud and then you gotta link up that belief system that heart is pivotal to you having the kind of life that you say you want family I love you guys so much this ain't just a job this ain't just something I just do in passing This is a calling that I have on my life to pour into your life, to help you draw closer to God and to help you have your best life you could ever have. I love you guys so much. This is your boy, John Bacon, with another segment of Bacon Bits. God bless. All right. What's up, family? It's your boy, John Bacon from the Bacon Bits podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth.
1: So the first book we have is a workbook actually. It's called Healthy Relationships and this is a workbook through the lens of faith because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12 week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife, this is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And
0: also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. So you can pick that up on Amazon, also on audiobook. And we also have...
1: The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of, uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries, and I'm super grateful, but I'm still grieving the process of healing. And this is part of the process. In this book, you have devotionals, you have prayers, and you have some ponderings. And in between these pages, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own. Or maybe you want to write something in these books. This is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together.
0: And you guys can just head over to Kingdom Servants first. Kingdom Servants, the number one, st.com. And you can purchase all three of these books. Thank you for your support, your
1: love, and your contributions. God bless.